Welcome to the show they don't want you listening to. The one with all your rights and zero handcuffs. So sit back and stand, grab that chopped cheese while you wait for that six bus. Come on, let's be real. You know it ain't coming anytime soon. This is The Miranda Project. Welcome once again to the project. I'm your host, Manny. Happy to be with you. Today's episode is uh, actually our first. I, I said in our previous episode that we were going to put our first uh, video podcast up and it just didn't work out. There was a couple of kinks that we couldn't get worked out, so it just didn't happen. I do apologize because I did promise that I did want to put out a video podcast, our first video podcast out, uh, but it didn't take place. So we do apologize here um, on the project for that. But uh, hopefully this, this iteration works. This time we make it work and it goes out there and we're able to deliver. Again, thank you for being on the project. Manny, your host. Um, let's get it started. Uh, there, there, there's a lot of stuff that we want to get through on this episode. Uh, you know, I, I was reading an article um, yesterday in the daily caller and it just, it, it really, uh, you know, caught my attention and I wanted to talk about it in today's, um, episode. So, um, you know, the title of the episode or the title of the article was we're being persecuted. And it's about those young ladies in ASU that, um, What's it called? They went after that young, those two young guys in that multicultural center in Arizona State University. Um, there, what's it called? After the university went over everything, the um, they, I guess, levied their um, punishments or their, their determination, and this is their answer back. So it caught my attention. I definitely want to talk about that. Um, and sticking with higher education or what we want to call the bastions of uh, higher education, uh, we definitely want to talk about what is going on on college. I mean, college, excuse me, college campuses. Uh, so we definitely want to talk about that today in today's episode as well. And uh, we also want to talk. No, excuse me. We also want to talk about the double standard that is going on in um in politics it's crazy um what came down yesterday um when it comes to a certain politician versus another politician and it's just it, it the the double standard it's it's just horrible horrible to see so we definitely want to talk about that in uh today's episode so um let, let's let's get it let's get it started let, let's 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 talk about Arizona State University. But before we do that, what I want to do is talk about our friends over at Instacart. You know, life is hard. We get stuck with so much things going on on a daily basis, you know, and isn't it nice to be able to not have to run to the supermarket when you're stuck at home, not having to run to your local chain grocery store that, that you know has a particular item that you need for a meal uh, today or tomorrow, or, you know, you're stuck, you know, maybe recording a show 
or, or you have a term paper or, you know, you, you have a project for work that needs to get done and it's your attention and needs it now. And you can't run to your grocery store. Isn't it nice to be able to just get on your phone or get on Instacart.com, sign in and order your items and have it delivered to you in approximately an hour? I mean, what a lifesaver. I mean, I, I said it before, I, I, I work odd hours and sometimes I come and I do this show prep and I'm like, I, and all of a sudden I get a craving and I, I know that I can go right on to my account and just order stuff and I can finish the segment and the stuff is literally at my door in approximately an hour. Thank you so much, Instacart, because you have been a lifesaver and you have been a sleep saver because, again, I need to get my naps in every once in a while. So, again, thank you, Instacart. Check them out, instacart.com. That's instacart.com. You can get your first order free for any items ordered over $35. Once again, that's instacart.com. Thank you, Instacart. So, Aristona, I mean, excuse me, Aristona. It's like I can't talk today, right? Arizona State University. And, and I have to look down at my notes here. Um, must, because I, I don't want to mispronounce the young lady's name. And you'll see, you'll see why, because we'll, we'll share the article on our website and embedded in the article, there's a video of them being upset or, um, you know, just saying something about the fact that their name was misspelled, I believe. But again, you take the opportunity, you um, look over that article, um, you know, when we post it up on our page so that you can be judged for yourself. So Mastani, Mastani, and again, I do apologize because I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be oppressive. I'm not trying to, to, uh, uh, you know, uh, demean you in any way. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on how to pronounce your name. Mastani Kureshi, Kureshi, and Zara Tecola. These two young ladies, and I know that you're you're uh, familiar with the video. You you've seen it. It, it went viral a few months ago. Um, it was over on Instagram that the uh, two young men in question, you know, besides these um, ladies that we're talking about here, were sitting in a multicultural center at Arizona State University. Now, on their laptop, they had a sticker that said police lives matter. And according to the article that we read, not only did they have that, but they had a Chick-fil-A cup and they sat not too far from a black or black student. Um, and then there was something else that it just kind of escapes me. Um, because uh, again, according to them, those items were oppressive to to them. Just the fact that they had the Black Lives, I mean, the Police Lives Matter sticker on their laptop, and I mean, this is this is the kicker for me. Uh, I I don't I don't you know I don't get it. But uh, you have a um, Chick Fil A cup. How how is that oppressive? 
I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm confused. Please help me. How is a Chick-fil-A cup oppressive? Um, man, listen, <laughs> like they, like they jokingly say the Lord's chicken is so, so good. Uh, so because, oh, oh, now I remember what it was. See, I, I'm, I'm, see the, the Lord just helped me, man. He, he, he put the thought right back into my head, but to, to basically come out and say that the cup or the Chick-fil-A cup was oppressive to you and they had an anti-Biden t-shirt on. Okay. Uh, if you're a, you know, uh, a fan of, uh, a fan of Biden and you, uh, voted for Biden, um, and I can see how that could be offensive to you if, you know, you, you voted for our current president, but, you know, to basically come out and say that, you know, they were not welcome there because they were in a multicultural space. And then you tell them that because they're white, they have no culture and you basically attack these young men and have them leave the multicultural, again, multicultural location or multicultural room or site, whatever it was. I, I don't remember the specifics of it, but you have them leave because now you are saying that they're oppressing you, that they're oppressing other people, that people were upset. There was even a gentleman that said, and, and I'm not going to go in, into race and, and divisity and all of that stuff that they like to, to preach at universities. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. But, but you know, there was another gentleman there from a different ethnicity, if we must present it that way, who said, these guys are not offending anybody. They're just sitting there doing their work. Like, why are you bothering them? But no, they took it to themselves because they are oppressive. They're, they're being oppressed and, and they need to go out there and they need to make sure that they get kicked out of the room because they have a Police Lives Matter sticker on their laptop. They have a, a Chick-fil-A cup, a best chicken. If you haven't tried it, man, go and get it. Oh, man, I have a Chick-fil-A craving. Chick-fil-A, by the way, we, we, we do two sponsors now. I know you guys don't <laughs> do that type of stuff, but anyways, um, but I really want, I have a craving for Chick-fil-A chicken now. Um, and a anti Biden t-shirt. Hey, listen, everybody has the option of wearing whatever the heck they want to wear. Everybody has the option of putting whatever the heck they want to put on their property. And everybody has the option of eating wherever the heck they want to go and eat. Chick-fil-A again. But anyways, they they went off on a rant. It, it went viral. It, it, you could probably still find it on 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 uh what's it called? Uh the the World Wide Web. Nothing nothing goes away on the uh, on the intranet. Nothing dies on the intranet. So now you have these videos that went out and went viral and the University obviously had to get involved and with the university getting involved, they went over all the stuff, obviously the videos and everything. And they came to their determination that these young ladies were out of place. What they did was wrong. If they're talking about equality, which in their video, they talk about, you don't know the difference. They tell Arizona State University that you don't know the difference between equality and equity. I don't think they know the difference between equality and equity, but they're telling these young men that they are not welcome there because they're white and because of the things that they have, which I mean, again, 
what happened to free speech? What happened to freedom of expression? What happened to to all of that? Uh, I, I thought that universe, universities were uh, big believers in that. What happened? What I mean, what happened? What what changed? I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, but I, I, I'm just questioning. I'm just this guy right here. What's it called in front of my Yankee Stadium picture over here talking into a microphone? I I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But anyways, Arizona State University comes to the determination that they were wrong. And they tell them that they are punished. They didn't like their punishment. They, they didn't like their punishment. You know what their punishment was? They weren't expelled. They, they, they weren't docked any grades or anything like that. None of that. They were told that they had to write a three-page paper. They had to write a three-page paper. That's punishment? They have to do that for every class. Every single class that they go to, they probably have to write some kind of a document, some kind of a paper to be able to get a, a, a passing grade. Come on, that's college, right? You 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 go to economics, you got to write a paper. You 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 go to psychology, you got to write a paper. You you go to even police studies and fire studies in 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 different type of colleges that are, are teach trade. You have to write some kind of a paper. That, according to Arizona State University, is punishment. So okay, if that's what your opinion or or, or what you guys feel is is punishment, then by all means, that's punishment. I, I'm not one to go and say. Do, you know, my rules apply or or that is important. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. That is what your punishment was or is. But what I'm trying to bring to light is the fact that they are saying that they are oppressed because that was their punishment. That was their punishment. So because they have to write a three-page paper, they're oppressed. Arizona, Arizona, and I keep saying Arizona, Arizona State University is because I'm speaking fast and, and, I'm, and I'm skipping over Arizona and then trying to put in state in there as well. But Arizona State University is oppressing them because they did what they did and their punishment is the paper and because their punishment is the paper they are being not only punished but they're being discriminated against they're being oppressed uh, you know what listen um 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 you know i'm i'm a spanish kid born and raised in the bronx new york uh there's no white supremacy like you got at you you guys and kids and all of that like to 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 call it um it's funny because i was watching a tiktok the other day um and i shared it with uh, some friends and in the tiktok a, a young lady asked people from my generation said how is it that you guys did it that you don't have this all this racial tension because we were going to school with multicultures before you guys were even born, and we could care less. They were people. They were people. We didn't care about the color of their skin. We, we didn't. But no, no, no. Now it's a big emphasis. Now universities are emphasizing the fact that, oh, they're, they're, they're from Pakistani defense, that's the, um, descent. I believe the first young lady is. I'm not sure about the second young lady, Sarah. 
but I know that the first young lady is. But you know what? Besides all of that, besides my my time, besides, uh, you know, how we were brought up and how school was different then versus now, because automatically I'm going to be too old and, and I need to shut my mouth and all of this stuff. I, I'm just going to I'm just going to basically talk to you and say from a, you know, a what people love to say, a minority group, because I, I just. I hate that term. If you don't like it, I mean, if you don't know, go back to our first episode, uh, wake up and I go into a whole rant on how I dislike the term minorities. But anyways, from one minority to another, stop, please stop. Just, just stop. Just, just, Just shut your mouth and stop, please. You're in Arizona State University. You know how many kids in in New York and 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 even in Arizona and across the country that wish they had the opportunity to be at Arizona State University. How much they bust their hump to be where you are, and you're complaining because you have to write a paper because you did wrong. What you did was wrong. Period. Take the blame. What you did was wrong. It was a multicultural space. Doesn't matter if they're white. Doesn't matter if you feel that they were offended or you were offended by what they had on their computer, what they had on their body, what they were drinking. It, why is that a big deal for you? Oh no, and you know why it's a big deal? Because apparently this is what they're being taught. Because even in the same article, a professor from Arizona State University is put saying they were completely right. They they were completely right with that. They should have continued. Because those yike, those young men were wrong. You know, you know what? I, I don't I don't agree. Every life matters. Doesn't matter if they're black, excuse me, black, white, brown, whatever. Police, it, it doesn't matter. How is a police lives matter sticker oppressive to a black person? How? Oh, I get it. Because you're under the impression that the whole narrative that has been painted by the media and by some politicians that police are out there to um, hunting down black people, please. Give me the stats. Give me, give me stats. Give me numbers. Give me actual numbers. Besides the horrendous act of that one police officer in Seattle, and granted, there are others that take the badge to the head. Don't get me wrong. I get it. And I understand that. I grew up in New York City, 80s and 90s. I've been stopped by the police plenty of times. For wearing my hat just like this, for playing my music too loud, for sitting back on my car with my head, you know, just leaning back. Come on. You ain't going to tell me about that. You're not. But you know what? I'm still here. You know why? Because I sat back and I said, yes, officer, here you go. Here's my documents. Oh, I fit a description. Well, I'm not him. I was respectful. That's the difference. But please show me the stats because you're being oppressed. You're as oppressed as Michelle Obama is oppressed. Oh, you, you didn't see the interview with Michelle Obama saying that she's oppressed and she's worried about her daughters and how they can get into a car and, and, and they can be uh, profiled in a car. 
for crying out loud, please stop. Please stop. Those girls do not get into a car without a, a, a what's it called? An escort from Secret Service. So please stop. You must, you, I mean, there's plenty of, there's probably people that buy that, but you, you're not taking me for a fool. You're, you're not. So please stop. P please. Please stop. I, I'm serious. Just shut your mouth, do your punishment, and get on with your life. Stop with this whole thing that you're being oppressed, that somebody's holding you down, that you're, what's it called, in, in some kind of, um, a, a oppressive uh, a state and and they're out to get you. you you're sitting at arizona state university again a very prestigious college again it's not you know it's not yale it's not uh uh you know stanford or or, or you know whatever you know the ivy leagues even fordham university here in in new york you know okay but still people will kill themselves in order to be able to make it into Arizona State University. And you're there, and you need to take a full advantage of the fact that you're there. If you feel that there's things that need to be changed, then granted, go ahead and do the change. Go, up, go out there and go ahead and do what you feel needs to be done to make change. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. But at the same time, you take the consequences for your actions. We're so we're we're such a society where we we don't we don't accept the consequences of our actions. We're so quick and ready to blame someone else, and and that's horrible. And that's where we are. That is truly where we are. Unbelievable, unbelievable. This is this is where society is today. We are so ready. And willing to say, no, 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 it's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. Man, take your punishment. Put on your big girl panties. And I'm sorry. I, I, that, 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 you know, I didn't mean to say it like that because that could be derived as something. Oh, no, the, 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 the Miranda Project is sexist and, and all this stuff. But you know what? Put on your big, your big girl pants on and, and stop with the nonsense and all reality, like for real, just, just, just stop. Just, just please stop and take your punishment. Like you're supposed to it's just, just uh, again, uh, uh, I'm done with this rant. Uh, I'm so over it. Just, you know, do, do, do <laughs> I, I can't anymore. Uh, uh, I'm so done with it. Confession. I'm sick of COVID. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm sad for the sick and dying. Obviously, frontline workers and medical professionals, you're heroes. So grateful for your sacrifices for all of us. And I follow all of the rules, every one of them. But like so many of you, I'm sick of worrying about COVID. I'm sick of hearing about it. I'm sick of reading about it. I'm sick of talking about it. And I am definitely sick of reporting on it every single day. It's too much. There's too much confusion and it's too political. But yeah, that is our precursor to we don't want to talk about COVID because we're just sick and tired of COVID. We are very sick and tired of talking about COVID, but we're going to talk about COVID because the bastions, the bastions of higher education are just, they've completely lost their minds. 
And, and we go back to, to the term that we were talking about um, in our previous episode, mass formation psychosis. Let's just call it mass psychosis. Let, let, let's, let's just call it that. Because what is going on in universities like Georgetown and Princeton and Cornell, Emerson College, I mean, the, they're, they're basically telling their students that they have to twist, test twice a week. Twice a week, they have to test for COVID and they have to get a negative thing, uh, a negative, um, what's, <laughs> what's the thing called? Uh, a negative result, sorry. So now on top of that, they're not allowed to obviously be in common areas. Um, they are, you know, they're, they're still dorming, I, I, I would assume. And I, I just read this article in the post and it's just it's just ridiculous. The things that they're doing there, they're, they're, they can't even wear, they, they can't even go outside without wearing a mask. Outside. Outside. Now, mind you, let, let, let's be 100% real about here and statistics and numbers and, and, and what we know that what the CDC is telling us and, 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 and all of that. Th that this age group the um, 18 through 29 age group is the most probable, or the, not, not the most, excuse me, the least probable to have serious complications from COVID, Omicron, Delta, whatever you want to, you know, all of the, all of the, 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 the variants. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about the mass formation. We're, we're, I, oh, I'm skipping ahead of myself. But anyways, these universities have basically lost their damn minds. And I'm sorry to put it that way, but they have. They are basically holding these young people hostage. And you know what the what this article reads is just to to be, I mean, you can't, you, you're not living the college life. You're not going and being a young person. You're not doing any of that. You're sequestered. It's like you're you're in uh, um some kind of um medical I don't know, a medical facility where you can't do what you want to do. You have to do what they tell you you have to do. You can't go out. You can't eat in public. You can't go to your classes. You have to wear a mask at all times. And again, hey, listen, we spoke about masking. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. Whatever. You want to wear a mask, wear a mask. We're not anyone to tell you not to do, what to do, what to do, what not to do, blah, blah, blah. We're not. But you, you, you're basically, it's like these kids, these children, the, not children, these young adults are being sequestered. And the, the craziest part about it, and we're going to share the article on, our, on, our, on uh, you know, our website, but the reason why we wanted to bring it up is because these are supposed to be the best places in the country to send the young adults of this country so that they can get the education that they need to prepare themselves for life but yet what kind of preparation are we giving them or is it just that we're completely and utterly indoctrinating them i mean we spoke about indoctrination and we spoke about the two young ladies before i mean that's full indoctrination on what's it called the the fact that they're oppressed but this is a indoctrination that this this mass formation this mass psychosis indoctrination that it's just i mean they are basically putting these young people through 
And it's sad. It truly is sad to see you read this article and uh, it just, I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. The you, I get it. We need to protect ourselves. I know that we need to be, um, what's it called, worried it, to some degree. I mentioned what we need to do you know what we need to do we know our bodies better than anyone else knows our bodies we need to be prepared in the best way that we know that we need to be prepared for this virus but it just it it's it just never ending it, it's wear two three masks you, you you even if you're outside and what's it called in the courtyard or you know just outside period you still have to wear a mask you you can't go out to eat you have to be in your dorm room i think classes i remember if i it, it <laughs> optional virtual but yet you're in the in the facility for that stay home if we're gonna be um basically back to the virtual and then the Two forced tests every week. Two forced. Okay, I can't say forced, but forced. Because, in other words, if you don't take it, then you can't go either to class or you can't do, you know, this, that, and the third. Um, you know, they are holding you accountable for giving them two uh negative tests per week oh and here's the kicker and this is why it's just mass psychosis and going right back to that because if you give them a negative i mean a positive test result then they relocate you to a separate location where you have to sit out the 10 days, not the five days that the CDC mentioned, the 10 days. And you have to sit there and wait until the 10 days are over, not have contact with anyone. Food will be dropped off and delivered to you, but you can't have contact with anyone. One of the young ladies said in the article that she had to have a friend because she came up positive. She had to have a friend come and deliver food over to not deliver food, have not. I'm sorry, because the food is delivered by the university or universities. The, the friend had to come to the location, to the window so that she can wave from the window to her friend so she can have some kind of human interaction this is college mind you college and colleges and the stress of college and and and, and grades and, and and what am i going to do with the rest of my life what's going to end up happening when the four years are over how you know all the stresses of college and 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 all of that now you're throwing on top of that you're going to put this whole load of covid and this whole load of you have to make sure that you are negative on top of these young people, these young minds. More heightening, heightening more. And I'm sorry to just that pause, but it just heightens the fact that these young people will 
end up doing what a lot of college students have done. I mean, we can go over the numbers, we can go over the statistics, but the 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 number of suicides in college is high because of the pressure put on these young people because they have to make their grades, they have to maintain their grades, they have to maintain their GPAs, they they have to look to see where they're going to go for the rest of their lives. Uh, even you know, even the peer pressure of of fitting in with uh, this group or that group and 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 this alphabet, you know, Greek alphabet group or whatever, you know, the the sororities and all that. But I'm not going to go into all of that. But all of that pressure, and now on top of that, I have to have the pressure of making sure that I give a negative every time I take a test so that I can partake of my schooling that my mom and dad are paying an arm and a leg for, or that a scholarship is paying an you know, arm and a leg for, or I'm going to end up paying an arm and a leg for because I took out up teen amount of student loans and i know that i have to make sure that i have gotten the best job possible in order for me to be able to pay that student loan somewhere down the line so i have all this pressure on me yeah now i have all of this pressure and on top of that i have the pressure of covid and making sure that i don't catch covid and making sure that i give a negative or if i do catch covid oh my god because they've pumped me so full of fear that i'm gonna die of covid Again, do we need to be worried about the virus? Yeah. You know, if you're vaccinated, as am I, and you chose to take the vaccine, then that's your choice. If you're not vaccinated and you don't want to take it, then again, that's your choice. I'm not for mandates. I've said it before and I'll say it again. But this is this is where we are. We're pumping these kids and by kids i mean young adults full of fear over something that doesn't really i mean the numbers are so so low within that age group we need to be worried more of of people older or people with uh, comorbidities and don't get me wrong there's people in that age group that have comorbidities and they need to be take they, they need to be watched over and they need to be taken care of but let's stop with this mass craziness that we're that, that we're putting on these young people. Let, let's just stop with this mass psychosis. Because that's what we're doing. We're, we're just continuing the cycle of mass psychosis with these young people. And then don't get me started. Please don't get me started on what we're doing to our young kids. And now we're, we're, we're venturing off from college, the, 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 the elite colleges, because it's, we know that it's not only happening at Georgetown and Princeton and so on. We can, we can even imagine, we, can, we can't imagine, but we, we're sure that something like that is going on and, uh, you know, your, your Fordham's and your Yale's and your MIT's and your Stanford's and all of that. We, we, we are a hundred percent sure that that's basically going on in those places. So, but we just go right back to our kids and we know that our kids are suffering. Our young kids are suffering. Yeah, Omicron is affecting them now. Now, yes, it is highly contagious and it's affecting them 
and they're being they're able to catch it but we've taught a society of children now that masks is a norm i have to deprogram my child my five-year-old because he comes to you know comes home with this impression that oh masks are the thing i like my mask no 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 uh no sorry don't please stop please stop you don't like your mask we're not doing that sorry so this is where we are what harm are we doing to our young what harm are we doing to our young? I ask that question again. What harm are we doing to our young people? What harm are we doing because of the fear, the mass psychosis, as we spoke about the, in our previous episode, to our young adults who are preparing themselves to enter the workforce? What harm are we doing our young children that are going through the school ages, the, 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 the elementary ages, the junior high school ages, the high school ages? What harm are we doing these young people? Please, I know that we have to be worried about the virus and the teachers and, and, and staff and everything. I get it. I understand that. But what harm are we doing these young people? That's the question. I, I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll, I'll leave that there for you. What harm are we doing our young people because of this mass psychosis, this fear? of Omicron, this fear of COVID. Oh, but wait, before we move on to the next segment, because now that we're beginning to understand Omicron and the fact that, you know, hey, Omicron is highly contagious and we need to do this, this, that, and the third to try to mitigate Omicron, like clockwork, because now we're becoming normalized. I who hits somewhere in France, there's another variant called i believe it's i who it's i h u if if i'm pronouncing it correctly but there we go get ready get ready i'm telling you right now get ready because it's coming you're gonna start hearing i who i who i who that i mean if i'm pronouncing it correctly you're gonna start hearing uh, uh, delta is already a thing of the past omicron is gonna become a thing of the past now get ready for the next variant just putting it out there you know but anyways, let, let's move on from, from COVID because, again, we're so sick and tired of COVID. Let, let's, let, let's talk about the double standard that is going on in politics. And, but before that, I just want to talk about our friends over at Buzzsprout. You know, have you ever wondered how you can put a podcast together, what equipment you need to do uh, to do it? What, what, what is it that you need? How is it that you would put it together? You know, you, who do you, who do you go to? You know, you need a team like Buzzsprout that is dedicated to helping your podcast succeed. They have the ability to put your podcast on all the major podcast platforms. Buzzsprout has tutorials. They have, uh, um, YouTube, uh, art, what's it called pages and, and just instructional information that can help you get your podcast off the ground to being a successful one. You get the, you get the, the ability to uh, use a, 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 a website or get a website with, with, with Buzzsprout. I mean, the options are 
amazing. We use them here on the project and we are so happy that we use Buzzsprout. Again, listen, if you're curious about Buzzsprout, just click the link in our show notes that shows Buzzsprout that we sent you. Thank you, Buzzsprout. Anyways, the double standard that's going on in politics. So last, um, I mean, yesterday, a few articles came down or two articles came down about the ex-governor of New York, Governor Cuomo. Now, the case that was against him, and for those of you that don't know, Governor Cuomo, obviously, uh, Hansi Cuomo, as I, I like to call him, um, he was facing criminal charges in uh, two cases, one for the... Um, the retirement homes and how he sent COVID positive people into the retirement homes that in turn killed hundreds, if not more. Well, obviously it was a lot more because they even hid the numbers. That was his mandate. This is not mandate. This was his thing. He ordered it. This is what something that he did. He said, send those people that recovered from the hospital, send them into these retirement homes. And that's what they did. People got sick, our weakest, our most, uh, um, the people that we need to worry the most about got sick and died. They hid the numbers. They knew that what they did was wrong. He knew what he did was wrong. But yet the Manhattan DA's office says, we're not going to prosecute. They dismissed the case. So now all the people that lost their loved ones, their mothers, their fathers that were in these retirement homes get no answer. They get nothing. They get nothing because, you know, Andrew Cuomo, um, you know, I, I, he, uh, what did, you know, I don't know. He, oh, I, somebody said that he was the foil and we'll get, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But here we are. Andrew Cuomo skates and people get, Nothing. There's no justice for the fact that their loved ones, their parents died in a, uh, uh, you know, in a retirement home. There's nothing, nothing at all. But wait, it gets even better because we know that ultimately Andrew Cuomo, Hansi Cuomo had to retire or leave office because he couldn't keep his hands to himself. And there was a lot of people that came up and said that he put his hands on them and, and he um, basically had all these um, sexual harassment cases against him or complaints against him. And um, Hey, you know what? It's okay. Cause it's Andrew Cuomo. It's all right. The Albany DA decides that they're not going to, they're not going to prosecute. They dropped the case as well. So now the victims of his hands, of his handsy, uh, you know, ways basically get left with nothing. There was a complainant that said, you know, this opens the door for more, you know, people like him to do what he did for more predators. I believe she called him to do what they do. Uh, do I agree with her? I agree. I, I definitely agree. You, you open the hand, you open the door for more of it. Because what ends up happening? Oh, you know, Cuomo did it. 
You know, you know, like the, the brother and sister thing, you know, you know how you have your sibling and, and your older sibling gets away with something and you, what's it called? You get in trouble for something like that. And then you say, oh, but he did it and he got away with it. Why can't I? Same premise, right? Uh, it's going to happen. There's going to be someone that's going to be like, but he got away with it. Why do I have to? It happens. It's going to happen. And we know it's going to happen. So he got away with it scot-free two charges two charges andrew cuomo skated two charges boom gone so here's here's where the foil comes into play here's where the 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 uh what's it called the two-sided thing like we mentioned before the um the double standard comes into play at the same time as the da's are dropping these cases then President Trump is getting subpoenaed by the AG of New York, but not only him, his son and his daughter, because they continue to file or search for criminal charges uh, against his company, which is a total political witch hunt. So Cuomo just got away with killing thousands with putting his hands on over 10 complainants he got away with it but you're still going to pursue criminal charges on someone that has whether he's guilty or not we don't know but every time that you've gone and you've searched because they've done extensive extensive the the the, the new york um ag and the manhattan da and they haven't found anything they found other people doing illegitimate things or bad things within his company and they've been prosecuted but not the organization now i get it a lot of people especially here in new york they're not trump supporters they don't like trump whatever you know whatever let, let, but you know whether you like him or not let, let's just be a hundred percent real here this is a double standard cuomo gets away with murder trump doesn't get away with nothing yet because we don't know what is going to transpire. We don't, but Cuomo gets away with murder. Let's continue to follow through and make sure that we find something because we're going to find something. We know we're going to find something. We have to continue to find something. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Isn't that a double standard? Again, you don't have to like that. Put a, put your political uh, um uh, what's it called affiliation aside you know whether you're a Democrat Republican doesn't matter just look at the facts of the matter because if it was me and I got accused of putting my hands on ten women or even one woman in my place of employment I would not be at work and I would probably be in jail let it be the case. Now, don't get me wrong. If I was also charged with embezzlement or whatever it is that they're trying to charge Trump with, I would probably be in jail, too. I don't have the attorneys that they have. I don't have that kind of money. I don't. But come on. Let's be 100% real here. Let us be 100% real. Put away your political affiliations to the side and let open your eyes to the double standard that is going on here whether you like trump or you hate trump whether you like cuomo or you hate cuomo it doesn't matter 
there's a huge double standard here. And it's funny because um, I posted something on our website and this is why there's so many people that are so against New York and they wouldn't even step in New York with a 10 foot pole because criminals are getting away with murder, i.e. Cuomo and obviously other people. You know, we're going to go into, we're going to talk about that in future episodes and what's going on with the penal system here in New York. And then the people that they choose or pick and choose not to get away with, whether he does or don't, we don't know yet because it's still an open investigation. He has to deal with the stuff that he's dealing with. So we'll leave it there because we wanted to pinpoint the, um, the double standard that is going in here on what's going on here in New York and how people just, they, they kind of look at New York as a laughing matter. And, and if you were to look at some of these posts that I've seen on our website, um, not our website on our Facebook page, you, you would understand you, you would see it, but you know, that's without saying. So, you know, uh, with this, I conclude. I, I definitely want to thank you for, for joining us on the project. Um, hopefully we can get our first video podcast up. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it gave me a problem. Um, what's it called yesterday, but I am um, not yesterday, the day before, but we're hopefully we here at the, the team can get it going and we can uh, have our first video podcast. Uh, thank you once again for joining us on our podcast, um, the project, you can follow us on our website, the Miranda project, P R O J C T.com. Um, check us out on Facebook, on Instagram and on Twitter as well. Uh, that's our website, the Miranda project, P R O J C T.com. And as we always say, if you're not into politics, just remember politics is in to you. Thank you once again for joining us. God bless you all. Have a great day.